Time to talk some greyhound racing, and of course, with yesterday's Melbourne Cup and uh, big dance coverage, going uh, greys is now today, and your host is uh, Jason Lincoln. Jace, good morning to you. Morning to you, Dave. Yeah, a long way down the depth chart, depth chart when you get to me, mate. So, uh, yeah, there were a few late scratchings, but uh, I've popped off the pine, and uh, we've got a good show coming up. We've got... Uh, some uh, some top gun participants to chat to. Pedro Gogiani will talk to us about uh, French Martini ahead of Saturday's big race. Of course, the Stayers event um, will be coming up on Saturday night as well, and New South Wales will be well represented there with Super Estrella. Um, we'll have uh, Noel Mugovan on a little bit later on to talk about McInerney, of course, the million dollar chase winner. And uh, we'll wrap it up with Corey Smith from the Meadows. But to kick it off, what an illustrious bloke. Peter Lagogiani joins me on the line. Pete, how are you? Chase, good morning. How are you going? Very well, brother. Um, before we get into the nitty-gritty, did you, did you have a wager yesterday? Because <laughs> you're a very lucky <laughs> man. Well, uh, you know, when you're racing for 150, I don't think there's any need for that. <laughs> <laughs> it was better to be lucky than good sometimes. Um, mate, uh, French Martini, she's going around on the top guard. Um Beautifully served by the box draw, box one on paper. Um, what do you make of the draw in terms of the not only where she's positioned, but the other dogs drawing around her, Pete, um, when she has had the red at Wenny? She has wanted to drift up the track a little bit. Is that something you'd expect her to do again from the inside here? Mate, yeah, look, she does. And, you know, probably her better style of racing is, you know, coming from the outside and cutting in to, mm. you know, on the first turn. But... Look, in these races, um, who would give up box one? You know, uh, exactly. it, it, it is it is a, it is an advantage. You know, you know, history history says that. But you know, speed wins races. Look, if she if she can begin and hold her own at the first turn and just have fresh air, that's what she needs. She needs fresh air the first twenty metres. I'm sure do the rest. Uh, look, where she's placed uh, with the dogs around her. You know, Tesla and uh, and McInerney, You know, drawn to her immediate right. Well, she's fast. You know, box five. I know how you feel, mate, you know. We couldn't draw a box either, uh, mm. you know. So, um, look, um, and you got your, your genuine speed in seven and eight um, with cash and... Uh, orchestrate. And orchestrate. So, you know, mate, I'll, you know, you could hear the excitement in my voice, you know, drawing the red. <laughs> but she's got to do everything right and they've got to do everything wrong, you know, and that's how I look at racing sometimes. She's had the two trials <clears throat> down there, Pete. Um, I guess uh, the most important one, I guess, pertains to the effort at the Meadows. Um, the performance at Sandown, you spoke about afterwards. You didn't offer up any excuses, uh, which was quite refreshing. Um, but the the trial at the Meadows um, was outstanding. Just the one little takeaway from both trials, Pete, she, she didn't exactly bust the clock the first split. Um, do you put that down to just the different timing of the draws? Oh, sorry, the boxes, Sydney to Victoria, or can she just begin a little bit better than what you've seen? Oh, definitely. Look, mate, she, you know, in trials, she, she begins like a bomb. Um, I, I just think, look, it was, it was a travel, you know, again, you know, it's a big ask for a dog coming on the, on the day from, from New South Wales to Victoria. Um, look, she handles it quite well, the travelling. Um, but, yeah, look, I, I'd say it's the boxes, the trip start, you know, it's, it's obviously a different trip start. Yeah, the boxes are, are very different to New South Wales. We've got to get, you know, we've got to acclimatise our dogs to the weather too. You know, we've come from 26, 27 degrees average now in Sydney to, you know, 14, 15 in Melbourne, you know, but that's Melbourne for you. Um, so, you know, every, everything plays a part, I think, Jason. But, um, yeah, look, look, you know, once I, once I get acclimatised to all that, you know, the different way of going in Victoria, you know, look, 
that all dogs have got their own class and, and she should just show it on the night. You did mention, <clears throat> pardon me, the travel there, Pete. Um, have you left her down there with someone or will you be going down um, no, mate, a little no, bit closer mate. to race time? No, she'll just stay with us. She's, she's, yep. she's a home girl and, uh, yeah, we'll travel down with her on the day. Like I said, she she enjoys the travel. Actually, she just sleeps the whole the whole time, and every time we pull up, she's up. She she does a thing and back straight back in the van. She just can't wait to get back in the van and sleep. So um, she's a great traveller, you know. Um, yeah. You know, looking at you know maybe in future, um, if we if we do decide to go ahead with the Melbourne Cup, um, we probably will stay down in Victoria. Um, but look, we'll just take uh, this Saturday first, and then see what it brings after that. For the uninitiated, Pete, just touch on that a little bit for us. How important is it that dogs are good travellers given that um, unlike uh, unlike some of the other codes it's not always easy for us to get around on planes so a lot of the time they're spending the time in cars so it's it's pretty important that they're they're, they're very settled about it oh, of course Joe. you know they're all different as we are as humans are dogs dogs are the same they've got their own little personalities and uh, and some are highly strung some don't like the traveling you know, some do you know some are highly strung in the kennels and, and when, once you put them in the van they, they go straight to sleep Look, uh, she's both of them. She, in the kennels, mate, she's brilliant. You don't hear a peep out of her. Um, she's just one of the best kennel dogs I've, I've ever had, you know, in, in my training career. And, and, and as a traveller, same. You know, she just travels. And, uh, look, it, it's a big plus. I couldn't do what I do with her, with some other dogs. But um, with her, it's a pleasure to do it with her. Mate, we haven't, um, we haven't seen a whole lot of success from New South Wales trainers on the road, particularly in Victoria, um, over the last few seasons. A, a big win on the road, mate. Would that um, have a little bit of um, added, um, I guess, impetus to it, to be able to take her on the road, showcase her in a state and, and prove that she's absolutely up with the best in the country? Oh, bloody ass, mate. Look, we'd, you know, it's, it's about time us New South Wales guys got down there and, you know, and, uh, and, and took some Victorian money home and, you know, we did it with the beast. Uh, you know, we, we tried it. We tried up north, and, and you know, you know, we made the final. With uh, look, we're, we're certainly going to give it our best shot come Saturday, mate. And, uh, and you know, there's quite a little whisper that we might be bringing some uh, some money home. So, very yeah. good, mate. Um, you've thrown me another good short ball there. You're throwing passes like Wally Lewis here today. I was just going to touch on Beast Unleashed. Um, as you said, you took him down to Victoria, won the launching pad with him. Uh, a dog we probably never saw the best of, although we saw an elite level of form from him. And from pretty limited stock on the track, Pete, he's doing some amazing things at the start. Oh, certainly is, Jace. Yeah, pretty proud of him at the moment. He's uh, he's throwing some handy handy types at the moment. So, yeah, and, and you know, already group success with him. So, um, look, I think the best is yet to come. Some real good bitches have come to him now and some astute breeders have, have, have flocked to him. So, uh, look, you know, you know the breeding game, mate. It's, uh, you know... Mm. Yeah, shit out for the penthouse. Excuse the French guys, but you know, like in all aspects of life. Uh, but look, he's kicking some goals at the moment, so we're just hoping you know he can get to the grand final in a couple of years and, and showcase what what he should have done on the track as, as a stud dog. Yeah, absolutely. And mate, just before we let you go, the rest of the team going well. Yeah, look, yeah, you got your ups and downs, Jase. You know, as it is in greyhound racing, in, in all in all aspects of racing. So you know, look. Um, Look, she, she's she's the elite one in the camp at the moment, and we've got yeah. some nice young pups coming through, which we're looking forward to in the next couple of months. But yeah, she's the one holding the kennel together, and and why not travel with her and um, and showcase her? Yeah, absolutely. Mate, you always need a good one to get out of bed nice and early for, mate. Yeah, thank you very much for your time. You're always fantastic with us here, mate. All the best on Saturday night. I'm sure she'll she'll do you proud for sure. Thanks, guys. Hope to see you down there. Cheers. There's Peter Lagogiani, who trains French Martini, and she goes around in the Top Gun on Saturday night. She's currently 370 with Tab, so if you want to get involved, hit up the website there.
Uh, Noel Mugovan is standing by. Noel owns uh, McInerney and been having a super run of it of late with him and uh, we've got him on the line to uh, let us know how he's been going since we saw him last, Noel, which was nearly a month ago now, back on the 6th at Sandown. Um, how has uh, McInerney been ticking over in the interim? Yes, good morning, uh, Jason. But yeah, no, he's uh, going along well. He, uh, he trialled at the Meadows, I think, last week and uh, yeah, no, he uh, he went well. Um and, um, yeah, no, it was uh, looking good for uh, Saturday night. He's, um, you know, he had a fairly big, um, you know, run into into the million-dollar chase. I think he travelled five out of the six weeks before that and uh, up to Sydney. So, so um, you know, they do train their dogs. So, so, um, Brendan and Robbie Britton, Brendan Purcell and Robbie Britton, they uh, train them pretty hard, so... Yeah, no, he's sticking along really well. He's had no problem. Very good. Before we get back to McInerney, of course, it'd be remiss of me not to mention when we talk about Top Guns, um, not to mention Golden Currency, who, um, of course, for Kevin, uh, dead-heated in the very first Top Gun with worth backing. Noel, what are your recollections of that evening? Uh, yeah, no, it was very exciting, that's for sure, you know. And being the first Top Gun, it was, um, you know, over the years, you've got these races that are coming up and, and then over a period of time, you know, they become more and more significant as far as the history goes. But, yeah, no, look, Gareth Dalton's current is an amazing dog. He was a great dog. And, um, you know, McInerney's bred in the same uh, female line. So that uh, goes back a long time. So, uh, yeah, so it's, uh, it was very exciting for the family, that's for sure. You want your good dogs, if they can get into those races, it's great. Yeah, absolutely. Um Mate, focusing on Saturday night's race, come up with box number three. Um, as a rule, where do you prefer to see him draw? And just more specifically, what do you make of his draw on Saturday night? Yeah, no, I think he's, uh, he's drawn quite well. Like, I, he goes well from the inside. You know, it's, uh, it's interesting because if he's drawn out wide, and, um, you know, you've got to be, you know, in these races, you've got to get. You can't be trapped out four and five wide in that first corner, but um, it's interesting. When he's drawn out wide, he, he'll cut down into those first corners and, uh, and you know, really rail through. But um, and, and when he's drawn inside, I think, you know, having dogs on the outside keeps him a lot straighter, I think it does. Um, so I think he's uh, drawn very well. Look, uh, Tesla inside him is a super dog, and French Martini naturally is... Um, uh, you know, it, it's proved itself as um, a very good dog. And, you know, uh, then you've got Vice Group on the outside of McInerney and, um, you know, they're all quality dogs. But I think he's, you know, I can see him uh, moving through behind um, French Martini on that first corner. And, um, you know, out wide, it's, uh, you know, it's very really difficult in these races if you're out wide try and get down into a good position. You can be trapped out. You can be trapped out and left out there. You can. Yeah. Uh, but, and, know, and that no, please. sorry to interrupt. And that, that that seemed to be the case really in the nationals with him, wasn't it? When he had box eight, it when he's only beaten a length behind good odds cash. And I think everyone came away from that race thinking he was the unlucky runner here. Oh, he was, and I think he. Uh, you know, I think when they went to the final corner and he was trapped three wide, and he just lost his momentum. Not a momentum. 
it might have clipped something or just lost that length or so, and then he's doing as well as anything on the line. So, you know, he's, uh, in his racing and that, he's got a hell of a lot stronger. And, and his, last, his last section there at Sandown, uh, when he beat um, the good dog there a few weeks ago, Paddy Patty wants Pat, Pats. Uh, yeah, it was just enormous and uh, just showed how strong he is at the end. And um, so, yeah, it's an exciting race. And I, I think he's drawn, drawn well, like, you know. Like, naturally, naturally yeah, I think in these races, you need a bit of luck. Like, where she yeah. starts, if she gets out, well, you know, it's going to be head and head to that first corner with French Martini, I think. And um, it'll be just interesting to ha- see what happens uh, for those dogs behind. And we know yeah, that was such a really strong dog. Mm. Yeah, so but I, I think you know a little bit of luck, and um, Blake Purcell's coming across from uh, Tasmania, so he whenever he handles him, he uh, he jumps quite well. So. Uh, Let's just touch on that for a moment, um, Noel. For the uninitiated, I know we spoke about it at length on the catching pen, but um, for those that didn't watch the pen, he um, he was sent across to Tasmania, of course, kicking off his career there in Victoria, but sent to Tassie last November, and he spent a good four or five months over there, almost, you'd have to say, dominating the scene there in Tasmania. But just talk us through the thought process of yeah. sending him down there. Oh, look, he had some... He, he was running quite well, you know, but um, just very unlucky, and he just had to change something up, you know. Just uh, you know, I think with dogs, you know, you just like any athlete, you know, you need a bit of confidence, and uh, mm. I thought, well, that's what he needs. He needs to get a bit of confidence, and uh, and it, and we weren't just going to Tassie to say, well, let's uh, just win races and get a bit of confidence. But uh, when he started to get confidence, the uh, his ability really started to shine through. Mm. So, and he learned to race uh, really well in fields and get through the field. So, and that, and that was the reason, you know, we weren't thinking that we had um, a group one dog or anything like that. We just wanted to give the dog a, a, a confidence boost by going there and maybe instead of in a race where he's got five or six really hard chances against him, he might have had two or three and just give him a bit more uh, room to move and develop his uh, running style. So, and 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 likewise, um, you know, Blake herself is a terrific conditioner of dogs too, like yes. his father and and that. So we weren't going backwards as far as uh, getting someone to. Uh, <laughs> but was yeah, but was just trying to get the dog a bit of confidence, and and it worked out really well. You know, it's worked out yeah. fantastic. And um, yes. and then when he come back, um, he certainly put the put the um, his. Um, his mark on, on the Melbourne races that he went in. Yeah, no question. Um, you did mention um, the line and how successful it has been for you guys. Um, who are the... Uh, well, are there any um, new litters um, about to be broken in or about to hit the track that we should be aware of? Uh, sweet as them. Uh, yeah, sweet as them. I, uh, I, you know, I always rated her probably as the... Yes. always rated her probably as quick as... Uh, dog I've ever had, but um, just a bit um, tentative at the start. Not tentative, but she just was great at the start. But um, she had a yeah. fuel motor, so she's got a litter to Basti Vale, who are about nine months old, and uh, they're, they're going really well in the runs. And she's just had another litter to Ashton Rupee, so that's really exciting. And uh, <clears throat> you know, so that that uh, yeah, that's what we're looking forward to. You know. It's, um, you know, when you go 
<clears throat> when you think about it, you know, go back to golden currency and then you go back through the lines and that over the years with modern assassin and modern gossip and modern express and there's a whole range of golden currency such a great sprinter and then you've got a modern modern express and those dogs that could stay mm. so well and um, on Saturday night <coughs> excuse me, a little bit of a cold, but on Saturday night it's uh, you know, born Ali son Benali who who could really sprint and he did yes. win the Sydney Cup but he's got a he's got um, a dog in the stayers top gun fast kick the first kick and then he's got one in the Hume Cup Hume with, Cup as well yeah and um, and then we've got McInerney in the sprint so Born Ali um, she sits out in the run she's about twelve years old and she's still the boss of everything and I'm just <laughs> looking at her and I think goodness gracious you know what yeah. You, the juice is amazing, and uh, yeah. so yeah, that's what we look forward to. The sweet as them, and you know, Bella Ali, I, I, I always rate her that she could be yeah. a good brute bitch, and yeah, yeah. Well, look, mate, I, it's it's the line that's that's just kept producing um, very, very good dogs, and I'd be surprised if it didn't. So, again, in the future, mate, we wish you all the best on uh, on Saturday night in the Top Gun, and. Um, uh, yeah, look forward to uh, what should be a big rest of the carnival for him as well with the Melbourne Cup and the Phoenix coming up as well, Noel. So all the best, mate. Yeah, it's great for uh, greyhound racing, these races, you know, especially this time of the year. We've just had the Melbourne Cup and uh, for the horses and that. And it's, uh, yeah. it's fantastic. And, you, you know, these races are just, you know, lifting the profile of greyhounds. And um, I, I feel very fortunate, or we do, that um, he's got a run in the... Uh, in the Top Gun, you know, there's some wonderful, terrific dogs that didn't get a run, and uh, so we feel very privileged that um, we can represent um, Victoria, that's for sure, because it's yeah. outstanding dogs. Outstanding. All right, thanks again, Noel. All the best. Yeah, very good, Jason. There we are, Noel Mugovan, who, uh, um, yeah, as, as he uh, outlined there in the interview, was... Uh, from a family steeped in greyhound tradition and uh, yeah they'll be looking to add a, another chapter to uh, what's been a, an outstanding outstanding book so far and our final guest for today uh, no less important than the other two though it has to be said Corey Smith one of the head honchos there at the Melbourne Greyhound Racing Club the Meadows mate a big big weekend coming up how are you feeling Oh, it's, uh, I'm like a kid on Christmas Eve. I have been for the last couple of weeks since we've had the Top Gun, Top Gun panel meeting and all that. And then when we were doing the box draws the other night, they came up very interesting. So I'm even more yeah. excited now, and uh, I'm sure there'll be a couple of sleepless nights. But no, it'll be plenty of fun on Saturday. No doubt in the world, mate. Before we get into the nitty gritty, just tell us um, if uh, if we are fortunate enough to get out to the meadows there on Saturday night. What uh, what have you got planned? Yeah, so there's plenty going on on Saturday night. We'll uh, we have different sort of packages ranging from 45 up to about 115, I think it is. So there's there's plenty of different options for everyone. There'll be food trucks. There'll be plenty of entertainment. We've got DJs. Um, so yeah, and obviously the the racing on the track is is unbelievable. We've got yeah. three Group Ones. Uh, so uh, no, I'm, I'm very excited. I say this without any um, without any bias whatsoever, but. Um the big nights down there in Victoria, Sandown and the Meadows, um, they do it as well, if not better than anywhere. So, 
Uh, yeah, if you're ever in the position where you can get out to a big night uh, at either of those venues, absolutely take advantage of it. Um, Smitty, we might go through and have a look at the three features. Mate, we might kick off with the Hume Cup. Uh, just having a look at Tab's market, we've got equal favourites at the moment, Dookie Devil and Pocket Money. Geez, he was a real surprise packet there on Monday night, Pocket Money. Maybe not with the with the winning performance so much, but the time was dazzling. Yeah, I, I actually had Pocket Money on top, which I'm, uh, I'm not too ashamed to say. I was pretty happy with that, but when, when it popped up the time and he was within a length of Dyna Double One's track record, which is near on untouchable, untouchable really, mm. when we saw that break in 34 seconds, he's an absolute rocket. And to do that first up down in Victoria, I know he had the trial over the 500 last week, but he's uh, a very, very impressive. Box 8 does make it somewhat interesting, but if he gets out and clear running, running mm. those sorts of times is going to be awfully hard to beat. Just on that, Smitty, um, early in the night... Um James made particular mention of the fact that the track was wet. You had a little bit of rain, obviously, down there recently, but it was particularly windy, and he was um, explaining they didn't expect quick times, and that was certainly reflected in the first few races, but obviously conditions changed pretty quickly. Yeah, look, I think fast dogs run fast times, as we know, yes. with but um, yeah, the, the conditions were certainly not conducive to, to fast times at all. It was windy. The wind did uh, lighten off, which probably helped the cause a bit, but there was plenty of rain throughout the race meeting. Mm. did kind of ease up by the time that pocket money went around, but it was still a very impressive performance. It's not like yeah. we were in 24-degree weather with, with sun and no wind or anything like that. It was it was uh, typical Melbourne weather where you cop all four seasons in one day, but yeah, that, that just makes it more and more impressive. For sure. Um, mate, one of the beaten performances there on Monday night really caught my eye. I don't think I'm Robinson Crusoe, but Triumph's um, second, I thought, was clearly the best of the beaten brigade on the night. Yeah, he was absolutely enormous there for Jason Thompson, who we know uh, knows how to prepare dogs for, for Group 1 races, and he's come up with a pretty good draw too. So if he can get if he can lob close to them, he looked, he looked very strong and nearly got to Dookie Devil on the line in what was a really fast run race as well. So He's a massive chance, particularly from the white box. Uh, give us a tip there. I'm actually going with Triumph. I think he can turn the tables on Dookie Devil. I think uh, it's a bit of an interesting interesting box draw. You've got Jared mm. Bale, who might get a card into the race. He's obviously an absolute all-star. But Dookie Devil and Pocket Money were the two I was keen on, but drawn out wide. I think they might find it a little bit difficult to get across, particularly with Aston Velvet um, running the way it did on the weekend. Okay, so he's, yeah, $6.50 currently with Tab, if you want to get involved there with Triumph. Uh, We'll move on to the Stays race, Corey, $1.50 Super Estrella, $4.80 Mapunga Ruby, it's double figures the others. It's it's a funny market because you've got a two-zone favourite, or $1.50 favourite here, which, you know, of course she's been dominating the scene recently, but you could quite easily poke holes in her form interstate. She's never won a race on the road. And our second favourite, we haven't seen race for six months. Yeah, exactly right. If Mpunga Ruby and Untapped, who are both Group 1 winners, uh, bring their best form, then, then they can certainly rival Super Australia. But on current form, it's really hard to go past her. OO Range um, come up with a plum draw from the inside, who was was not really all that strong late in the trial that uh, OO Range had here. But if, if it can improve on that, then might be the, the kind of blowout chance almost. But Super Australia, how do you beat her from box two? She's, she's going great guns. She did place in the Top Gun Sayers last year, so while she yep. might not have won, she's she's not. It's not like she's a complete uh, complete no hoper in in yep. state. Yeah, look, she and, and it's a good point you make. It was a stronger edition 
unquestionably um, of the Top Gun stays last year. And to some extent, she was one of the unlucky runners in a race that we have to, to say without getting into it. Changed complexion quite noticeably on the home turn. Um, mate, just on Super Estrella before we leave her, she trialled there recently. You would have seen that 42.60. 42.60 would just about get away with this, won't it? Yeah, I think so, particularly when there's question marks about some of the some of the other greyhounds coming into this one. Sarbel also trialled on Monday and, and trialled really well over the 600, went low 34s, so it's in good form too. So it'll be it'll be an interesting one, but I think if, if she runs 42.60 when she runs those sizzling sectionals that we know she can run, she's going to be awfully hard to beat. Okay, so Smitty not tipping one away from Super Estrella there in the highlight of the night is the Top Gun Sprinters. It's 260 where she's fast 370 French Martini with Tab currently and Emron Boy who's the second reserve is your third pick. Um, the box draw certainly made it a, a little bit more intriguing, Smitty. Um, what's your read on the race? Yeah, look, French Martini and Zippy Tesla connections would be stoked with the draw, I think. McInerney off three likes to use a bit of the track. Obviously the Queen of Greyhound Racing in where she's fast coming from box five. We've seen her win from middle boxes, so it shouldn't be too much of a concern. She just needs to get out and going. And then you've got Vice Grip and Zipping Kyrgios and Orchestrate and good odds Cash who will be putting pressure on from the outside as well. So uh, it's, a, it's a really, really intriguing race. Some of, the, some of the big guns are drawn where they want to be. I spoke to Adam Smithson on Monday night. He said he wanted one of the inside boxes with Vice Grip. So I dare say a lot of the connections will be pretty happy with where they're drawn. Um, but in a race like this, you just never know. It's a, it's a really, really tough race and really quality race, which you come to expect from, from Top Guns. And, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm a little bit torn here. I, when I first saw that when I was running through the box drawer, I thought Zippy yep. Tesla was a really, really nice bet. I think he's probably the one that I want to be with. But at the same time, how do you ever discount a dog like Wow, She's Fast or French Martini even off her 29.72 trial here first look? There's, there's plenty of different ways you can cut it, but I think the big boys, if you Tesla, he's, he's the one that I've got on top for me. Yeah. Look, he's $6 and $1.80, Smith. I'm, I'm sure you'd agree with me here. I mean, if you structure your bet the right way, I think you could back him to not lose on the race. I'd be, you know, I'd be backing one by two, one by three. Would that be the stake plan there? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Especially at that price, like you said, one by three, one by two, even. Um, yeah, I can't see him really missing a hole from that inside. No. He should get a nice little card in from French Martini and McInerney, as we know, likes to use a bit of the track. So he's going to have plenty of room, which is what he needs. He's a different animal drawn down on the inside, and he's just an absolute brute. So if anything's in his way, I'm sure he'll uh, he'll, he'll make sure his presence is felt and he'll, he'll move him out of his way. Yeah, for sure and certain. Uh, mate, just quickly before we let we let you go, uh, Phoenix starting to take shape with uh, another slot holder announced recently. Uh, do you want to just want to fill us in on the latest there? Yeah, so Wow She's Fast and Plaintiff, who we saw got chased down on Monday night, ran some really, really fast sectionals and just uh, peaked on his run and got chased down by a good one in El Dorado. So Plaintiff's been locked in as well. So starting to take shape. There's really, I think there's probably five that uh, need to be chosen with when we know that Queensland are doing a race series. So there's five that will yes. be chosen from, from here on out. Uh, and there's plenty of dogs that are vying for those slots. And I dare say that the Top Gun will uh, will kind of bring bring a lot of people out of the woodworks and a lot of yeah. holders start talking. And then we've got the shootout and then the Melbourne Cup and even the Silver Chief uh, leading up to the Phoenix as well. So plenty of upcoming races that, that Greyhounds can kind of put their, their best hand forward for it. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. But it's Again, very, very exciting to be a part of the MGRA at this stage with the Phoenix and then obviously the triple header of Group 1s this Saturday. Yeah, it certainly is, mate. Uh, as I said, you guys do an amazing job down there and uh, thanks again for your time, Corey.
Thank you very much, Wiz. Appreciate it. All right, so there we are on Going Grace for another week. Just before we leave you, uh, there will be a special edition of Chasing Winners tonight on Sky 2. Um, I'll be previewing those races that we just spoke about there with Corey, the Hume Cup, the Top Gun Sprint and the Top Gun Stayers. Uh, and another little side note at Wentworth Park tonight, she's a pearl goes around. Uh, I think if she gets beat and runs second or third, she'll actually break the record. But hopefully she can win there tonight and she'll break Fanna Bale's prize money record, the all-time prize money record. As I said, that takes us away from going, Grace. Uh, enjoy your week, and uh, I think it'll be Jacko who will see you back here next week.